selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. How are you guys doing? It is the week of Christmas. That is right. This is episode 61. It is Monday. Big old fat Monday. Because I'm having a fantastic weekend. I was actually out in California. Yeah, I went to California to go see some family members over the past week. Actually, weekend. It wasn't week. It was like, I was there for three days. It was a phenomenal I was actually kind of chilling while I was in Palm Springs. Palm Springs. A little bit more red area. There's a really, really blue area. But where I was at was pretty red. So it was actually kind of enjoyable. There's a marine base there. And a lot of people there, I mean, we have the misconception here in Texas. Like, I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to go there and it's going to be absolutely nuts when it comes to masks and everything else. The area I was in, not so much. It was normal. Matter of fact, there wasn't a lot of people wearing masks indoors. The hysteria, I think, is more inside of L.A. in those bigger cities. But in, those, in Palm Springs, a little small area, no one really cared. Everybody was pretty much normal, except for the people wearing blue hair. They were a little bit excessive. But that's, that's it's pretty normal just about anywhere in the country. So we're going to kick this one off. If you guys do know, the Build Back Better plan has pretty much been shot down. Remember that, that huge spending bill that they were going to do? It's done. It's not going to happen as of right now. They're going to go for a vote, I guess. They're still going to do it, even though Manchin's came out and said he's not going to be for it. It was a 50-50 split with him. It's pretty much done and over with. So I think it's a good thing. Myself, personally, I mean, currently with inflation, the amount of spending we have currently, it's probably not the best choice to go spend a bunch of money on green products that we don't We can't even recycle, essentially. like People have this conversation. They're like, oh, my God, get rid of fossil fuels. Well, we use fossil fuels, or they use fossil fuels to make their wind turbines. And then those turbines are only good for how long? I don't know how many years. And there's no way to recycle the son of a guns. So then you're stuck with a bunch of stuff you can't even recycle that were made from fossil fuels that you hate. Very ironic. This is what Manchin actually put out a, a statement. I'm not going to read the entire thing because it's long and I don't care that much about the statement. I'm going to give you guys the bits and pieces. It says, my Democratic colleagues in Washington are determined to dra- dramatically reshape our society in a way that leaves our country even more vulnerable uh, to threats we face. I cannot risk that... Uh, with a staggering debt of more than $29 trillion, that's what we currently have, and inflation taxes that are real and harmful to every hardworking American at the gasoline pumps, grocery stores, and utility bills with no end in sight. He is correct. Those are factual statements. They're literally taxing the American population without actually imposing a tax by having inflation. 
It's literally taxation is a theft and as a whole anyway. But when you have inflation, that's literally imposing a tax on an entire country without actually putting a tax out there. Anyway, the American people deserve transparency on the true cost of the Build Back Better Act. The nonpartisan, uh, partisan, excuse me, Congressional Budget Office determined the cost of upwards of $4.5 trillion, which is more than double what the bill's ardent supporters have claimed. They continue to camouflage the real cost of the intent behind this bill. I think it's great. He's coming out as pretty much just telling everybody inside of his party, hey, you guys have been lying to the American people saying that this thing's only going to cost two and a half trillion or $2.2 trillion or whatever. And it's actually going to cost four and a half trillion over the, the, the span of it. Because the other thing is, a lot of people don't realize when you fund a, a government project that's only going to be around for a certain amount of period of time, it's never going to go away. They're just going to re-find somewhere else in their budget to keep it going. And then go, you, if you want you in, in, intact something and actually make something happen, it's never going to go away. It's kind of like in the military. We always, we always have an end-of-the-year budget that they have to spend. If they don't spend that budget, they actually shrink that budget for that for that military. Like, like I'm being serious, like say Bravo Company. Bravo Company, if it's X amount of money they're allowed to spend on ammo, if they don't spend that much money on ammo for the training of that year, they will not be allocated that same amount of money. They'll get less next year. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's literally how it works. So you spend the lot of money you're given in the government or you're going to lose it the following year. Oddly enough, that's the way it works. But of course, Jen Psaki has to do her thing, and she called Manchin's announcement a sudden and inexplainable uh, reversal in his position and a breach of his commitments to Biden and the congressional Democrats. All infamous Pelosi said that there was an agreement that was actually a fundamental framework of the plan and the focus of the critical. Actually, you know what? Who gives a f*** what Pelosi said? I don't. I mean, does it really matter? She said that the inflation-fighting package... Okay, yeah, someone does actually care what Pelosi says. She says this is kind of confusing. The inflation-fighting package is a plan that will actually cut government costs, a claim that has been challenged by Republicans, of course. There's no way that you can say that this thing is an inflation-fighting package. I would absolutely love Pelosi to try to explain to the, to the average American, the average American individual, hey, this is how this thing's going to fight inflation, and this is how you're, you're, you're going to not have to spend as much at the gas pump. It's not going to be possible. All right. On to the next one. Mr. Musk. This is kind of interesting. You guys all know uh, Elizabeth Warren. She pretty much, apparently in her previous life, she carried around a tomahawk and a headdress is what she strives to claim, which we all know she's not really Indian. She just did it just just for votes leading up to the election. It's so goofy. It was one of the, it was actually, it was pretty, it hurt her image. It really did. I mean, if, you didn't have to put that out there. If you guys didn't know, Musk is going to be paying just over $11 billion in taxes this year. $11 billion, which is kind of ironic that we're just talking about overspending by the government, and then you have one person who's spending more than a handful of countries in the world. That's, that's him. $11 billion. That's kind of crazy. His, uh, his check will actually be larger than the GDP in Burundi, South Sudan, Somalia, and just shy of Mozambique's projected $13.96 billion. That's the entire GDP of those countries. The entire GDP was paid for by one individual. Capitalism is working at its which is even better because she told him that he was freeloading. This gentleman is paying more in taxes than four countries on planet Earth. The entire GDP. Apparently, yeah, I mean, last week he actually last out at, at Senator Elizabeth Warren after she claimed that he uh, does not pay enough in taxes and is essentially freeloading off everyone else. Wow. And anyway, the crazy thing is she probably still thinks that and will never say, well, you know what? I was actually incorrect. This son of a gun's paying $11 billion in taxes. It's 
quite that's that's quite a bit. Musk actually has been arguing that the fundamental problem is that the government spends too much money and eventually they will run out of other people's money and then they will come for you. That's, <laughs> that's actually like the, the best way to put it. They're going to run out of the money that they currently were taking from somebody from the 90s and the early 2000s and they're going to come after your money as of right now. I played a little bit of golf this last weekend with my uncle and in Washington State they just imposed a new tax. They don't have a state income tax. So they, they impose these random taxes and one of them right now is a like a quote unquote an insurance tax is what they're, they're calling it, but it's, it has a different name. But you have to pay, if you're a citizen of, of Washington State, you have to pay, I, I, don't, I don't recall exactly how much it was. It, was. it wasn't too much. It was like $50 a month. So you got what, $500 and $600 a year? $600 a year. Now, if you leave the state, you have to still pay that tax for 10 years after you leave the state. Yes, for 10 years. And the crazy part is, it apparently has to do with, it's, your, it's an insurance quote-unquote tax to help with their medical cost in the state. I don't know. I was like, God, I was like, I asked him, I said, why are you guys, why do you still, why do you guys live there? They have a house up there and a house in California. And I think it's kind of ironic because they're, they're red. They're about as red as you can get. They're, they're as red as this sign. They hate it. They hate the fact that they're stuck in those kind of areas. Washington state's a very beautiful state. If people don't realize it is very beautiful, but it's destroyed by the people that are in it. And then Cal, it's like Washington, California, pretty much eating themselves from the inside out. Same thing in California. The amount of taxes that they pay in property taxes. Whoa. We have a conversation about that. Everything in California, by the way, gas, $4.95 a gallon. I had a conversation about that as well. I kind of got a little bit heated. I was having a conversation with myself there, trying to figure out why gas is so expensive in California. You need to figure out it's because of the taxation of the gas to keep people from using the gas and to buy electric vehicles. When, when I was looking around me, there was no electric vehicles being used anywhere. <laughs> like no one in that area that they were in, there was no one using it. They're just, everybody's kind of like, you know what? We're going to suck it up and pay for the gas. This is another goofy thing. Why do the people, why do you guys live there? If you live there, you're watching this or listen to this. They restrict the amount of water that can come out of a shower head. <laughs> okay. Apparently. So the amount of water that comes out of the shower head will reduce the amount of water that is used. But I asked them, I said, so if the shower head isn't spitting out really hard and getting the soap off you, aren't you standing in it longer to get the soap off you when then you're actually using more water, like on everything? Like a hose, for instance. He says he goes out back to use the hose to, to spray stuff off of the, the back patio. He says it takes him two to three times longer because the hose doesn't have enough pressure coming out of it. Oh my God. Okay. I can see maybe where they're coming from. Like, oh, we need to save water because we don't have enough here in California because we didn't do a very good job of building out our infrastructure, but reducing the amount of water that comes out of a hose, little goofy, little goofy. All right. I don't know. There's a little bit of random tangent there. He's, a, I, I enjoy talking to him. He's, he's actually, he's a dentist. Well, I guess if you had a conversation, you'd probably think he was red, but just knowing like when I was in California, I felt like, Oh, this is kind of like everybody here hates people like me is the first thing I thought. And I was like, God, you could pick out the ones that you knew, the ones with the no rings and the circle glasses. Like we, I'd love to have a conversation with them, but they definitely, they were, they were the TikTok type, TikTok type. Hmm. All right. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about, this is kind of strange, but I saw this the other day um, in, in a video of somebody actually doing this. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta bring this one up. So this is what we're going to bring up and talk about. Did you guys know there's actually a microchip you can put inside of your arm now? Yeah, put in, put inside of your arm. I would never do this, by the way. That uh, showcases its capability of storing COVID passports that it then can be read by any device using near field communication. So if you guys are so worried you're going to lose your COVID nineteen, oh, this is even the crazier thing. So you're going to inject a microchip into your arm that says that you're vaccinated, and yet you carry your 
phone everywhere with you that has your vaccine passport. I, why would you inject a microchip into your arm? I'm telling you, you got your phone everywhere you go. What's the point of injecting this? Apparently, it's a rice-sized microchip that has been adopted and adapted as a COVID-19 passport, which has been implemented under the skin in either the arm or in between the thumb and forefinger. So apparently in this weird little flappy area that people squeeze on to see if they're hydrated or not. They're called Three Square Market. It's a, uh, this is a different one, by the way. A Wisconsin-based technology company became the first company in the U.S. to offer its employees a similar free microchip implant in August of 2017. This is super, super weird. The chip gives employees access to locked rooms, the ability to pay for food and drinks in the break room. So they're getting so lazy that they're going to get access to locked rooms without using a key card that takes them 13 seconds to pull off their chest and go beep, beep, boop, boop, and then the door opens. They have to inject a microchip into their arm. The guy that makes this, the company that made this, it says eventually this technology becomes standardized, allowing you to use as your passport, public transit, and all purchasing opportunities, etc. I will 1 million percent, along with probably 100 other million people, will say, no. Hard pass. You are not injecting this into, into into my arm. It's literally like branding you. What did they say in the Bible about this kind of stuff? Hard, hard no, no. Westby said that at the time these microchips have already become a very popular in many, many, many European countries, and the company's intended to be ahead of the curve, bringing it into the U.S. and now becoming COVID nineteen passports. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna be a thing. All right, we already know that's not gonna happen here in America, but maybe, maybe, definitely not being injected in my arm. I've got plenty of tattoos, but I would never inject a microchip that stores information. Anyway, all right. Omicron. Omicron. Omicron is apparently going to clobber Christmas. It's kind of an interesting little piece we're talking about. I want to say this right out the gate. We're going to talk about uh, its effectiveness, apparently, and not effectiveness. I, I don't really exactly know if this is a good thing to talk about. But it is what it is. When it comes to should it make you a little bit worried, probably not depending on your men- mental thought on a uh, whole COVID. I don't know. Breakthrough cases, hospitalizations, and death are mounting as it turns out the vaccine's effectiveness is not what we hoped, and especially against Omicron. It is hard to find national data as the government appears reluctant to admit that while shots help protect most people from serious illness and death, they are not foolproof. Well, no, it's a fucking vaccine. And by the way, this is a Fox News article, so anybody who's thinking I'm being biased towards them, to me this is kind of goofy. And this is going to be combined with another another one, which is from the Washington Post. But it's talking about all vaccines still seem to provide such a, a significant degree of protection against serious illness from Omicron. The reason why I'm bringing this up is you're going to just give just give it a sec. I know we're kind of tired of talking about this, but just give me one sec. But anyway, this is uh, the 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 most crucial goal is to 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 protect against serious illness. But only the Pfizer Moderna shots, when reinforced by a booster, appear to have any initial success at stopping infections. And these vaccines are unavailable in most of the world. A lot of this, a lot of people here in America probably don't realize this, that because we're just so lucky to be born on the greatest, greatest country on planet Earth. The other shots, including those from AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson, a vaccine that are actually manufactured in China and Russia, do little to nothing to stopping the spread of this new virus. Early research shows, and because most countries are not built their inoculation programs around these vaccines, the gap could be a profound impact on the course of the pandemic. So I know this just didn't make a bunch of sense, but I'm about to explain in even more depth on what they're talking about. Russia and China. China's was where this thing came from, and you would assume that their vaccine would be very effective against everything else. But apparently the Chinese vac- vaccines, uh, Sinopharm and Sinovac, which makes up almost half of all shots delivered globally, 
offer almost zero protection from the new variant. That is right. We are two years deep into this thing, and half of the shots have been administered, uh, excuse me, administered across the entire planet have almost zero protection. The great majority of the people in China have received these shots, which also is widely used in low- and middle-income countries such as Mexico and Brazil. A preliminary effectiveness study in Britain has found that the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine showed no ability to actually stop the Omicron infection six months after the vaccination. 90% of vaccinated people in India received that shot under the brand name Covishield. It has been also been widely used across sub-Saharan Africa, where COVAX, the global COVID vaccine program, has actually distributed 67 million doses in 44 countries. So you're telling me right now that 75% of planet Earth currently right now has a vaccine that is not effective against a new strain. By the way, after me reading all of that, me reading all that, probably make you just a tad bit nervous, or might make some of y'all nervous. Like apparently, if you go get your booster, you're going to be just fine. I guess you, you have a 75% chance of not even having any sore muscles or whatever this thing has. But I'm going to throw it out there. As of right now, the UK, which is like going in panic mode, has reported a total of... Are you ready for this? 12, not 1,200, not 12,000, not 12 million, 12 total deaths from the new variant. Yes, that was an awkward pause that was meant to be there because I am slightly confused after just reading that entire thing. I got the same kind of reaction. All right, so what's the hysteria about? And this is where I kind of roll it into. Certain states are actually filling the gas. Minnesota, for example, has reported 116,000 COVID cases among fully vaccinated people since November 7th. Of those, 4,700 were hospitalized and 839 have died. In Maine, which has had one of the highest vaccination rates in the country, 95% of the over 65 crowd is actually fully vaxxed. And 59% of the deaths in October were among fully vaccinated people. I'm not trying to put this out there to scare anybody because I don't think it should, but I'm, it's just kind of confusing. Really confusing. You guys want to talk about vaccine hesitancy. This is probably the best way to do it. Throw a new, shake it up in a bottle, throw a new variant out there that isn't working or the vaccine's not working for. And you really think people are going to continue to inject themselves with, with I don't, I don't know. Which makes you actually kind of wonder, are they going to continue to move the goalposts, which, which, which considers you to be actually vaccinated? That is a question. So some physicians and scientists are calling on Biden administration and CDC to actually declare that people are no longer fully vaccinated if it had been more than six months since completing their second dose. During a White House press briefing, the CDC declined to provide a specific details on whether or when an agency would change the definition of fully vaccinated from its current definition, saying data would was being evaluated and the recommendations were being updated. So they're actually looking to move the actual physical goalpost so if, if, if you are vaccinated right now and you don't want to get a booster, you may actually not be considered vaccinated ever again is, is what, I'm, what we're getting at. I would assume, and the thing is, is each state can, can legitimately change the, like, you think Florida is ever going to do, or Texas, New York and California, those kind of states are going to change the, and move the goalposts to say that you are not fully vaccinated and you cannot come to work and or to school unless you have a booster and they're allowed to do that because states can actually regulate what is deemed vaccinated and not vaccinated. So let that, that one sink in. If you guys live in a state like that, I was actually on it. Like I said, I came back from California on a little bus ride yesterday to the car. A lady who's living in California says that she can't wait to get to a red state because she said with the new variant, there's no way that her business is going to be able to actually sustain another one of 2020. She said, there's no way it's physically going to happen. And she said she sees it coming, and her exact words were, 
everybody in California has drunk the Kool-Aid. And then she actually went on to fumbling off the, the bus and couldn't get her, her bags, which was somewhat comical, but she needed to put a belt on. I'm not going to say what I saw, but... All right, Charles, how you feeling on the buddy? We got one more here before I have to get on with my day. And this one's kind of a good one. I like it. We always got to end on a good high note. So you guys know that the GOP is probably going to take back 2022. We've been talking about it. We've said it. I think I've said it for like two months now. I think it's going to happen. If, I, if, if Vegas would take the odds on it, I would actually take the spread. <laughs> I would take it. I would take the over-under. I'd take every one of them. Yeah, if we're gonna take, yeah, we're gonna. It's 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 gonna happen. But anyway, House Minority Leader is uh, Kevin McCarthy. Plans to actually launch a a at least seven investigations into Democratic President Biden's administration if Republicans win back control of the House of Representatives in 2022, which is of course expected. I think this is actually kind of a good thing. They keep playing this back and forth game. The January 6th insurrection thing keeps getting drawn out for a reason. It's going to amount to nothing, and it has amounted to nothing, and it never will ever become of anything. I've said that since the beginning of this thing. It's never going to amount to anything. McCarthy plans to beef up staff, counsel, and other resources to ready to extract information beginning day one if the GOP gets that uh, gets the gavel. Now, this is, these are the topics. This is what he's going to go after. The investigations at the top of his list include IRS, which is good. I like this. Leak of vast cachet of IRS information about billionaires to pro, uh, excuse me, pro publica. That's good. That stuff, those kind of lists shouldn't actually be being leaked. I don't know why they would be. National Security Agency, Tucker Carlson last summer was actually accused of spying or having the spy agency of targeting his show communications. The NSA said that he was never an intelligence target, so they're going to look at that. Parents, Attorney General Merrick Garland vows to mobilize the FBI against threats of violence against school board members after the National School Board Association used the phrase domestic terrorism. The association apologized for its letters, so they're going to go after that one as well, which is good. Someone needs to look into that. The border, as we do know, there's been record levels of illegal immigration, so that's another one. That's probably a good thing. COVID, the origins of the virus, and the CDC's communications about school closures and mass mandates. I like it. That's good. Afghanistan. This one shouldn't be too fucking difficult. Decisions behind the withdrawal and accounting of Americans who still remain stranded. I don't know why there would be still be like, think about that one. So if we take back, that's going to be number uh, eight on the list, I guess, or seven. Jedi, a disputed cloud computing contract. I have no idea what that is. Not going to pretend like I do, because I don't. I knew what the other... Other ones were, and the other ones make sense. Now I kind of want to look up what Jedi is. I don't know. It looks like a uh, Jedi was a contract that was actually a DoD canceled contract that lasted for three to four, almost three to four years. It was ten billion dollars. It was given to Microsoft, and they failed. Now they have four major cloud people or, or companies are coming in: Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Oracle, all those big ones. Ten billion dollars was spent on it. Sold quite a bit of money. Uh, just said they didn't really get it done. So I guess they wasted ten billion. There's another one right there that no one really talks about. Give the government some more taxes. I just think about this. Elon Musk's task bill right now this year didn't even pay or paid for the entire cloud computing Jedi project that amounted to literally nothing, apparently. So, all right. Well, I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast over here. I know it's quick, fast, and quick one, quick, fast, and quick, kind of like intercourse that most of y'all have. But I do hope you guys have a fantastic week. I will see you guys here. Uh, I'll see you guys here tomorrow. I do love you guys. I'm out. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. <laughs> 